All right, welcome to Rapture Prep Podcast. I am so glad that you can join me today. I'm going to be introducing my co-host here in a little bit, but I want to get right into it. So today I'm going to be talking about what the rapture has to do with salvation and vice versa. So, you know, the question is, can you lose your salvation? Right? A lot of people have worried about that before. Um, A lot of scriptures to support either side. Okay? Now, whenever it comes to um, how to get saved or uh, losing your salvation, I'm sure you've heard the scriptures and can argue them back and forth even if you're not even saved okay um it's a it's been a long-running debate okay but i want to propose something else to you and it has to do with the timing of the rapture okay some people don't even believe in a rapture some people think that it's a pre-tribulation rapture Some people have a theory of a mid-tribulation rapture. Some people believe in a post-tribulation rapture. Now, these are theological terms. A lot of people didn't go to uh, Bible college and then get a master's degree in theology like I did. So, let me break it down for you. Um, Pre-tribulation rapture means... There's a belief that the church is going to be raptured up or going to meet Jesus, okay, taken from the earth, before the tribulation, hence pre-tribulation. Now, the tribulation period that is being referred to is the time of Satan's wrath on the earth, where he's going to reveal himself as the Antichrist and he's going to um, deceive the whole world into trying to take the mark of the beast. Okay, so the mid-tribulation is another um, belief that there's going to be a seven-year tribulation period and during the seven years, uh, somewhere in the middle, whatever, uh, the church is going to be getting taken out. You know, so we're going to go through some of the tribulation, some of the persecution, if you will. And then we're going to be raptured out, you know, uh, get a little taste test, you know, of the, the, the wrath of Satan. Right. Which a lot of people think that's, oh, why is God going to beat up the church? And then raptures, it doesn't make no sense. He loves the church. Uh, No, that's uh, not true. Um, This is Satan's wrath during the tribulation. It's not God's wrath. God's wrath is described in Revelation as the vials that he's going to pour out on those that have persecuted Israel and the church and him. Um, It's going to be the wrath of God. So... um, I know you don't read your Bible you enough, especially Revelations. Um, prophecy can be hard to uh, you know interpret uh, if you don't have um, all the scriptures and reading them all in context. Um, can be very confusing. I'm here to help. So, um, which I encourage you to read your Bible. Um, read through the book of Revelation. Look at the very beginning of your study Bible. If you don't have one of those, you're in trouble. Um, But look at the very beginning. It'll show you an outline of what each chapter uh, talks about. It'll show you what's going to be in that chapter. It helps you to um, know what you're fixing to read. So that way, if you read the book of Revelation, for instance, you're like, okay, well, I get it. Because I see what the outline is of the chapter. So, now these ideas I'm proposing to you two of them can you lose your salvation and then the timing of the rapture okay 
what is what's the difference here now we were talking about pre-trib okay and uh, the last one is post-tribulation okay rapture that means we're going to go through the tribulation which is satan's wrath and then if we don't receive the mark of the beast and we're faithful then like the bible says then we will be raptured up or at the that's at the very last second uh, uh right before jesus comes back okay um at comes back to uh fight the battle of armageddon okay um Armageddon isn't World War III. A lot of people are confused about that. World War III is going to happen several years before this. Um, almost seven years before that. So, um, a lot of misconceptions. Please tune into the podcast to get biblical truth. Another great ministry is endtime.com um, or End of the Age Plus if you want to subscribe there. Um, it's another ministry. Uh, we're not getting money to talk about them, but they're amazing. And they will uh, lead you into the truth of the end times here. Um, so, looking at um, losing your salvation and the timing of the rapture. Why are they so important, right? A lot of people are like, well, it's the end time. And I've even said it before. I'm so guilty. Um, if you want to look on um, TikTok, <laughs> you can do hashtag pan trib. Okay. Like um, tribulation pan trib. Because I've had this um, theory, you know, uh, it's a theological belief. And I've had it for 20 plus years that I've been saved. And uh, the theory is, it'll all pan out. <laughs> and it's not a joke. Um, I have believed this. And um, I've taught it. You know, like, hey. Because people worry too much about the end times, right? As far as, now, this is rapture prep. You know, it's not, it's not all we're going to be talking about. But I'm very concerned now about the end times because they're here. But... Uh, growing up in Christianity, um, the last 20 years, I'm, you know, double that in age, but, um, uh, cause I did not necessarily grow up as a Christian and I was not a Christian growing up. I was into sex, drugs and rock and roll. You better believe it. Um, I didn't grow up Christian. Um, so whenever, um, I've heard this, this, you know, end time stuff, you know, People go overboard with it, and that may that may sound weird for me to say, but people go overboard with it towards all they want to talk about, all they want to preach about. They don't even want to talk about Jesus. <laughs> they want to talk about the end times, the rapture, the mark of the beast, whatever, right? I'm the opposite. So I, uh, I want to talk about the Great Commission. I want to talk about Jesus. I want to talk about your walk with God today. I want to talk about what you're doing for God today. Are you going to church? Are you reading your Bible? Are you having devotionals? Are you worshiping God? Are you having services in your temple right now? Okay, because in essence, you're the pastor of your temple. You need to be having what happens at church. They're, they're singing. There's praising God, right? Number two. There is praying, okay? And number three, there's reading the word. You should be doing all three every day, having a temple in your service. Why? Paul says, don't you know that you are the temple of God where the Holy Spirit dwells? Okay, it's treasure in earthen vessels, okay? So God is inside of you. If you are a Christian, a spirit-filled, believing Christian, born again, you know what I'm talking about. You have that conviction, you have that mindset of Christ, and whether you go off and sin a lot or, you know, whatever, you still know. God's still there with you. Hey, what's going on? You know, you have a new nature, right? Um, it's like night and day. Like before the apostles um, received the Holy Spirit in Acts 2 in the upper room, um, they were all cowards. They ran from persecution, right? After they received the Holy Spirit, they all went completely to the end of their lives, shedding their lives 
being martyrs for Jesus. That's two different people, folks. So if you're born again, people should be able to tell there's a thing called fruits. And you can look in someone's life and be like, did Jesus ever come in? Because you're the same guy I used to smoke weed with. And you're the same guy I'm smoking weed with now. Or same girl, you know? Um, have you changed? Have you let Jesus change you? That's sanctification. Moving right along. Um, so opinions, folks. Opinions can send you to hell. Okay? I said it. So... These opinions, right, of uh, losing your salvation, okay, or the timing of the rapture, these two are very important, and they go together. I promise I'm going to show you that. Um, right now, you can lose, I believe you can lose your salvation according to the Word of God and Revelations by taking the mark of the beast. For sure, uh, I'll, I'll let you know that, because the Bible says it, Okay. Um, so now losing your salvation over another issue, we're going to talk about it. Um, but the timing of the rapture, how does that have to do with losing your salvation? Whether someone says the rapture is happening tomorrow or it's going to be 10 years from now, you know, I had the theory of like, who cares, you know? Hmm. But that's because I'm, you know, I was a youth pastor, youth director, associate director pastor for years. And I'm sitting there making sermons every week, uh, going to church, doing all these activities. If the rapture happened tomorrow, didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, that pre-tribulation rapture, I was ready for it. We're getting raptured out, you know? Um, but what I wasn't ready for is the post-tribulation rapture. God just woke me up to this uh, reality um, ever since the beginning of uh, tragedy in my own life with um, weather and emergencies and things of that nature. I'm thinking in the natural, am I prepped for this? Am I actually ready for this? In Texas, we had the winter um, that killed uh, like 250 people because they um, couldn't stay warm and didn't have food, just all sorts of stuff. Natural disasters, um, depending on where you're at, you have floods, earthquakes, hurricanes, all the stuff Jesus talks about, really. Um, you know, but it's just an everyday thing, especially in California. They've even got fire tornadoes now. I mean, you know, uh, it's it's crazy out there. So, um, floods, droughts, man, I mean, right now the drought is so bad, middle of uh, summer, and it's like, it was 110 degrees today in Texas, crazy. Um, so, moving back to the timing of the rapture, right? Does it matter? I'm going to tell you right now, it does, and here's why. If you have this opinion, okay, that... The church is going to get raptured out of here, so who cares, right? Um, you're going to be living your life differently versus someone who's like, oh, I believe, you know, the rapture is going to be a post-tribulation thing. Let me, uh, you know, get ready for that, okay? How do you even get ready for that? That's why I have a whole channel on TikTok dedicated to it and this podcast um, the timing of the rapture, right? We need to prep for the rapture. That doesn't even make sense. But I just showed you pre-tribulation, mid-tribulation, post-tribulation, okay? Um, pre-tribulation, that is going to be, um, well, according to the Bible, I can't find it. Uh, mid-tribulation, that believe that uh, is showing a seven-year tribulation period, and that's not in the Bible either. Um, post-tribulation, you can find all this stuff in the Bible. It talks about a final seven years, which is a peace treaty. If you've heard this podcast before, the last three episodes, we went completely through every last time event. Very cool. Uh, even showed you a chart to break it down, make it real easy for you, according to the Word of God, Scripture, right? Um, so what I want to talk about is opinions. They'll send you to hell. Why is that? Okay, why is your opinion on, um losing your salvation or the timing of the rapture why is that important that sounds stupid right well i'm fixing to break it down for you 
It's called Absolute Truth. Okay, in my book, Breaking the Devil's Contract, I talk about absolute truth. All right, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Okay, so here's an example, right? Losing your salvation. If you believe um, in, that you can just lose your salvation at any point in time, right? You're constantly on the struggle trying to earn your salvation every day. Oh, was I good enough? Uh, was I too bad? Is God mad at me? Does God like me today? Uh, you know, and so you're in this mindset of like, I've got to do good, you know, and I'm tired of being bad and uh, this is exhausting, right? So, uh, here's some scripture. Jesus said, many will say to me in that day, right? Judgment day, whenever they meet him. Lord, Lord, didn't I um, prophesy in your name? Didn't I get on instant Instagram and TikTok and tell people about you? And didn't, wasn't I a good person? And blah, blah, blah. And he's going to say what? I never knew you. Okay, so... What does that mean? You know, uh, there's a lot of confusion here. These people are, you know, saying, well, didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I... Do they even understand what prophecy is? You know what I'm saying? Words don't even have meanings anymore. They just changed the word of woman to make it a person or something, you know, female person, you know, like words have lost their meaning today. Um, you don't even know which bathroom to go in anymore because you're like, oh, everything's up up in the air. You know, we're canceling everything, so nothing means nothing anymore, and we're all just persons. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, you know, these people that are saying they did whatever, did they actually do it? Are they trying to lie to Jesus? We, you know, <laughs> this this passage right here, you can't prove that these people were even Christians to begin with, but he, here's what Jesus said to them, right? I never knew you. All right, so uh, that's pretty harsh, but because, uh, you know, the Bible says God, you know, loves us, loves everybody, and knows the numbers of hairs on our head, right? So he knows our name, right? He knows us, whether we're saved or not, right? He's talking about, I never knew you because you didn't let me inside. You, every time I came to you and convicted you and asked you to uh, allow me in, you know, to make you Lord of my life, you didn't let me do that. So Jesus is like, I never knew you. You lived your own life. You did your own thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what I believe that scripture is saying, of course. And so, um, now here's something that's really uh, even more controversial than that, right? I just have two more examples. Uh, running out of oil, the foolish virgins. This makes the appearance that, uh, you know, half the virgins had enough oil. They were prepared. The other ones didn't, you know? So, does that mean the other ones that didn't, they could have gone to heaven if they would have had a little more, just a, you know, a little bit more oil? Were they not good enough? You know, did they not uh, do enough good works? Like, you know, that one can seem confusing, right? Um, either you're full or you're not. Either you know God or you don't, right? Um, there's grace in the Lord. Either you are full of His Spirit or you're not. Whether you're in sin right now or not. Whether you're drinking a beer whenever, you know, Jesus comes or not, you know, that's that's carnality, right? You weren't, like, being perfect or, like the Bible says, walking in the Spirit, right? Because you can't be perfect. Um, but, you know, this absolute obedience, you know, this Catholicism belief of, like, oh, I've, before I die, I've got to go uh, make quick confession so I'm right with God real quick, and then, boom, you know, I'm good. Or if not, I gotta go to purgatory. I gotta go down there and I gotta uh, fold some clothes and do laundry and dishes for a little bit. And then uh, once the house is clean, uh, Jesus can take me right on up, right? That is ridiculous, folks. So, um, <laughs> either you know Jesus or you don't. If you've prayed a prayer to accept him into your life, if you believe that he's Lord and Savior, you know it. You can go back and say, you know what, on this day, at this point in my life, I gave my life to God, and He came in, and now, you know, 
I pray and I'm seeing God answer my prayer. I feel he's with me. Um, I may get down and out, but you know, when I get back in church, get back in prayer, whatever he's there, you know, you, you know, it's a complete night and day versus I don't know God and I'm running from God and I've never accepted him. And I know he's there, but you know, in one day, you know, these are two different types of situations. So now there's another thing in the Bible that says, if you, um, after it's the Lord's prayer, Lord, forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Right? So can unforgiveness stop you from going to heaven? Um, you know, you look at this and right after the Lord's prayer, when he's teaching you how to pray, so this is obviously pretty important. Um, he says, Hey, look, uh, if you don't forgive your, your brother of their sins, God will not forgive you. So it's looking here as if, if you don't forgive, you're going to hell. You know what I'm saying? So, um, how many Christians out there are angry? They're, um, murderous, you know, they, they don't have love in their heart, you know? So you got to think, mm, are they saved or not? You know what I'm saying? Like the love of God should be in their heart, not their hate for their brother. First John says, if you say you love God and hate your brother, you're a liar. And the truth of God's not in you. So, I mean, you got to really examine yourself. So these three things, right? Many will say, hey, I did this, you know, uh, the oil running out, right? Um, not forgiving. These are things you can do or not do, right? After salvation, for the most part. Now, um, that has to do with possibly losing your salvation. I'm, I'm going to let you pray on that, right? I'm not going to say, hey, it's this for sure, for sure, right? I know in my life, in my heart, okay? Because I have, a, I have, a, I have a, a personal walk with the Lord. Um, but here's the kicker. The mark of the beast, right? Revelations 13. Uh, the mark of the beast is... is <laughs> It, it's really crazy. Uh, Revelations 19 actually will uh, go over this. And, um, you know, are you going to take this mark whenever it comes? Um, are you going to avoid it? Like, what, what's, what's going on with this walk, with your walk and the mark of the beast? Do they matter? Well... The Bible says that uh, there's going to be people that take this mark. So, is that going to affect your salvation? Well, the Word of God says yes. So, Revelation 13, 11 talks about the Antichrist and the beast, right? But, verse 11, it says, Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth who had two horns like a lamb, spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, which is the Antichrist. Um, he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by the signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and left. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause, as many would worship the image of the beast to be killed, uh, who would not worship the image of the beast, sorry, to be killed. Um, so right here, this talks about the image of the beast um, there's a mark, the mark of the beast, um, right here in verse 16, he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So this right here is giving a, a, a clear picture of the Antichrist and the false prophet. Okay, they're referred to as beasts here. Um, so, <clears throat> why is this important, right? I'm giving a, a, a glimpse here of future events. So, this, uh, this belief that you have, 
right? I'm talking to you. That you have of the end times, okay? Um, you know, if you have a pre-trib belief, you believe you will not be seeing this, okay? You believe that. If that's true, you're gone. You're up in heaven. Who cares, right? Um, but we have to think about it this way. Pretend that what we've been talking about on this podcast is right, okay? You wake up in a new world. Third of mankind is gone. There's a new world order, okay? There's the false prophet, which they're talking about now. I've been talking about for years. The, there's a false prophet that we just talked about. He's promoting the Antichrist. The whole world is under this deception, okay? Um, people are starving, right? People are rioting. There's job loss, bad economy, famine, right? Fallout of a nuclear war. How else is a, how else is a third of mankind going to be taken away? Revelation talks about it. Fire, brimstone, all these things, smoke. Um, we believe that's nuclear war. I mean, 2.7 billion people have to die. It's going to have to be something drastic like that. Um, so, there's going to be chaos, right? And then this Antichrist is going to try to bring priest, uh, peace, declaring he's God, right? So, here's the possibility. You go to heaven, right? Or do you munch out on CC's in the free buffet... Chinese food buffet, whatever, that they're offering, okay? So, um, what I've said before is, you know what, according to what we just read, the mark of the beast, that's going to be food stamps, basically. Because it it says right here, um, that no, verse 17, look it up for yourself, okay? Revelation, chapter 13, verse 17. And no one may buy or sell except he who has the mark or the name of the beast and the number of his, uh, in the forehead, right? Um, it's right there. So you can't buy or sell, period. You're not going to be eating, okay? That's gonna, You're going to starve to death, right? People can live out in the elements, homeless people. You see it all the time, right? You don't necessarily need a house or a job to survive, but you need food. So if you can't buy food, right? And you can't sell, can't have a business, all this other stuff, right? To make an income or a living, right? Um, you think you're going to be able to have a job? No. Because you won't be able to buy anything because the wages you're going to get won't be valid unless you have the mark and you're in this one world economy uh, system, right? using the money or whatever it is that they're they're using digital who knows that's easier to track a lot of people believe that so um you're gonna be basically like uh oliver twist oh can i have some more please you know um outside in the rain watching people eating the buffet while you're outside and what's this gonna do to your mindset you know what i'm saying um all the disciples right Whenever Jesus was preaching, hey, uh, my kingdom's going to rule with authority, and man, I'm the man, and you know, they were thinking, they were interpreting that as, oh, cool, Jesus is going to come and set up his kingdom, we're not going to be under the bondage of Rome anymore, this is going to be awesome, right? We're fixing to have our revenge on these people for persecuting us, blah, blah, blah. Jesus did not mean what they thought he meant, okay? Um, and they were walking with him every day. They were watching the miracles. You know what I'm saying? When it came down to it, strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter, Isaiah says. That's what happened. Jesus was persecuted. They all said, I don't know him. Peter said it three different times. I don't even know him. Who is that guy, you know? Um, leave me alone. <laughs> so, um, these free food, these food stamps, right? that I, I'm prophesying about here, right? Um, the mark of the beast, will it cause you to be like the apostles? Their fear outweighed the words of Jesus. Will you literally sell out? Okay, and why? 
So this is a good question. I think the number one reason people will sell out, okay, is going to be because of food, right? You know, if they if they can escape or whatever and make it long enough, they're going to see everyone else on TV, whatever, living these lavish lifestyles, no consequences. And you're going to be like, man, I want to eat. You know, you're sitting there thinking about, hmm, what's the... Oh, I wonder what McDonald's, what there's on their menu now, you know, and what's the, hmm, you're, you're salivating, thinking, hmm, I'm hungry, I want a hamburger, whatever it is, right, lobster, what, what, whatever your favorite food is, um, so, is your hunger gonna cause you want to go to, sell out and go to hell, so, I believe the rapture teaching is a salvation issue, here's why, because if you're deceived into thinking that the church is going up in the rapture, right? We're safe from all this. God, you know, God's not a, a monster. He's not going to beat up his bride, you know. Then you start going through this tribulation because the bride's getting beat up, folks. The apostles got beat up and killed. Not just beat up, killed. Jesus got killed, Okay. Um, these were the foundations of the faith, beginning of the church. Every 90 minutes, I did the research, you can too, a Christian's killed in this world right now. Kidnapped, all these other, and these are just the figures that we know of. Um, it's more than this, okay? They're being persecuted, jail, uh, and then they're being forced to get married to other people in other countries. I mean, the enemy, wow, it's bad. So, if people have this opinion or this false teaching, right, they're going to be mad at God. Uh, well, God's beating up his church. I don't want to serve a God like that. Uh, you know, or maybe the Bible's not even true. You know, this is crazy. Because these people, these pre-tribulation people, maybe you're one of them, have a strong, strong opinion. They'll go to hell over it, literally. Um... <laughs> And it's sad, you know, it's laughable now because um, you have time to repent over this. Be humble. Sit down, okay? Um, I had to do it. I was taught a pre-trib rapture, right? So much so to where I was like, oh, it's a pan theory. It's all going to pan out, you know what I'm saying? But I read the Bible, okay? I started getting woken up by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit started showing me this. And I was like, oh, no. You know, I was like, okay, well, God, since you're showing me this, there's hope. You know what I'm saying? Prophecy is so you can prepare. Okay, remember that. Jesus gave us prophecy so we could prepare, not, not to uh, scare us. So, prophecy is to prepare us, not to scare us. All right? So, uh, the church is still here, right? People are going to be thinking that. They're going to be thinking, mm, the Bible's not even true then. The devil's going to be... Man, it says the devil's going to be the great deceiver, okay, in those times. There's going, going to be a falling away. Um, there has been over the centuries and generations, but I believe it's going to be, it's going to be uh, bad. Um, <clears throat> because it's going to be deceiving people. Um, and it's going to be calling down fire from heaven like Elijah did. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Now, there's going to be two witnesses. And they're going to be doing miracles. So there's going to be a division here. Well, who is right? And, you know, let's go with the political leader and the Antichrist and the false prophet. You know, let's do that. And there's food stamps. People are going to, if you're carnal, you're going to fall for it. Right? Carnal, living in the flesh, only thinking about the flesh like the apostles. Right? Um, so it, there's going to be lies floating around. So, um,. Here, here's this, the problem, right? You have to imagine um, this pre-trib rapture, people seeing the Antichrist. Jesus said it in Matthew 24. He says, once you see the abomination of desolation, run, okay? Get your uh, inch bag, okay? Because I'm never coming home bag, okay? Preppers out there, leave, you know what I'm saying? Bug out. You're not coming back over there in um, in Judea, right? There's going to be persecution in certain geographical areas over there. 
Um, I've gotten into it on the other podcast. But Jesus gave gave specific directions because he's like, hey, you're a believer. You're going to be here. So, um, you know, run. Now, in America, we have a different situation over here. Hopefully, we don't have to bug out because of that. I preach that we're going to have to be prepared no matter what. You know, uh, buying or selling, that could affect us over here. So we need to be prepared. We need to be uh, homesteading, having all of our ducks in a row, not living off of uh, Walmart, you know, living off your garden, living off of your preps. Um, and so your chickens, just whatever it is, right? And so um, we need to be prepped for this to where starving isn't going to be a temptation for us to want to lose our salvation, okay? Um, there's time to prep for this, learn some skills, and and get ready for this. But um, it's false teaching, it's either going to humble you whenever you learn the truth, or it's going to harden your heart toward God. Um, and you, you know, you're either going to starve or take the mark of the beast. So if you have this mindset of people that are preaching this pre-trib. And then you start seeing this worldwide famine and wars and persecution of Christians. You're going to start thinking about taking that mark. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I would never do it. Have you ever been hungry, starving to death? Have you ever not been able to go to Walmart with cash and buy stuff? Have you ever not been able to go on Amazon and order something? Uh, you're, we're all fixing to go through that. Okay. So, uh, don't tell me now what you'll never do later. Okay. Um, the apostle did it. Oh, Jesus. I would never deny you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ever. And what happened? Yeah. The rooster started crowing because Jesus prophesied, you're going to deny me. All right. Um, now if we're prepped, we can avoid all this, right? So, are you prepped to avoid the appetites of the flesh from sending you to hell? Will the Antichrist, because the Antichrist is going to try to jail you, starve you, kill your family in front of you. Will you break, you know? Is your love for your family or friends or whatever more important than your love for God? That's idolatry, folks. Jesus said put no idols before me, nobody, it's God, family, everything else, okay, job, whatever, ministry, so it's that order, um, don't be too gullible like Eve to not believe the word of God or over Satan's religion or his gospel that he's preaching, so here's the wrap up, folks, um, we have time, so rejoice, Okay, God, if you're hearing the message, I'm speaking to you from my bunker, right? Um, I'm joking. Um, this, is, <laughs> this isn't the desperate end times yet. But um, you need to have these things I'm proposing to you. At least think about them, okay? Um, losing your salvation and um, the timing of the rapture. You need to wake up. Okay, you know what? Pretend, right? Pretend it's a pre-trib rapture, but mm, it's not going to happen for 20 years, right? You know, this this teaching out there happened at any time, but the gospel's got to be preached all over America or all over the world, and then, then the end will come, blah, 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 right? Um, all these things, they're like, oh, it's up in the air. Okay, so no rush, right? But what about the emergencies you're having with hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, right? These natural natural disasters, um, inflation, right? Um, food shortages, okay, that are fixing to just get worse. Price hikes, all these other things, job loss. Um, have you ever been through an emergency? Have you ever been through a disaster? Have you ever had to prep for anything, right? Are you prepared? Um, just even if your car breaks down on the side of the road, are you going to freak out? Like, oh, I don't have the money to even get a tow. I don't even know what I would do. And you have to walk home in the middle of the night 40 miles, you know? Um, are you prepared and, and just in life? So prepping is important. You don't have to prep, you know, like you you might think, oh, the word prepper or prepping, that's 
that's these crazy people, you know, that believe in government uh, conspiracies and they're prepping for long term. There's a bunker. and No, you can prep right now for uh, things right around the corner, you know, practical things, right? Now, as you start doing that and getting in that mindset, you're like, you know what? I don't need a short term solution. I really need a long term solution. You know, um, you're, we're supposed to be in this world, not of it, right? So we're supposed to be, li you know, living in this world, but not acting like this world. Um, so you can live in this world, have a job, right? Participate in the, in the world's economy and everything, of course. Um, tithing, using that money to uh, bless the Lord and the work of the Great Commission, which is the most important thing in the entire world. Um, but at the same time, prepping, getting extra food, getting extra, you know, things, um, prepping, um, preparing for the worst. Now, for me, whenever God started waking me up, I'm like, you know what? Why should I prep? What's the end game of prepping? And that's the rapture. So, we should be prepping for the rapture. What does that mean? If you listen to the, you know, these previous podcasts, you're going to hear there's going to be a third of mankind getting wiped out, right? We need to prep for that because who knows all the sanctions are going to be put on everybody and there's going to be food shortages, going to be problems, folks. So um, you need to be ready just for that. Now, once everybody survives that, according to the Bible, Look it up. The four angels that are chained at the river Euphrates going to be released to kill a third of mankind. It's in the Bible, okay? That may or may not happen right before the peace treaty over in uh, Israel, but it guarantee it's going to happen. And it's not Armageddon. Armageddon, Jesus is coming back on a white horse. He's going to take care of the enemies, okay? He's not just going to kill a third, right? That's something different, folks. So, um, I just was watching TikTok earlier and someone was talking about, oh, in the Battle of Armageddon, it says, you know, people about swords and stuff like that. And, you know, none of that's true. And I was like, oh, you have no clue what you're talking about. Um, so, please, stop preaching whatever it is you're preaching. If you don't know where it's at in the Bible and you haven't read it for yourself, stop believing it, number one. Stop preaching it, number two. Uh, you're being a false teacher, okay? Um, <laughs> whether it's uh, on Bible stuff or not, don't be a false teacher, okay? Don't do it for likes. Don't do it for hype, whatever. Look at it for yourself. Find out the truth yourself. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth. Don't be stubborn. So, ending with this, okay? We have time. Prep, okay? Um, get ready, right? Don't, don't get in this mindset of, oh, we can just relax. Who cares? Um, so in, in this, um, post-tribulation belief, right? We're going to go through the rapture. We're going to see the end times. We have time right now. We need to be witnessing. We need to be, uh, doing this, doing podcasts, uh, going on social media, um, talking to your friends, neighbors, going to church, doing the work of the gospel. Wake up and fulfill the Great Commission. All right? Now, my co-host, like I said this week, is coffee. Because you need to wake up. All right? You need to wake up to the reality of what Jesus said. Go into all the world. Right? Making disciples preaching Jesus as the only way to heaven, okay? Preach Jesus. Um, win the loss to Christ. Um, be a light to the world. Um, get in your Bible. Get in worship. Have services in your temple every day. And I say services, I mean all day long. Walk with the Lord. Enjoy it, man. Uh, walking with the Lord is the most... Uh, fulfilling and satisfying thing you can do walking by the, the holy spirit leading and guiding you is super awesome so um i've done drugs i've sold them uh I've, I've pretty much done you know anything that you can think of sinful wise and um i've come to the conclusion like solomon it's all vanity um it's all a waste of time 
Um, it's not fulfilling and it leaves you empty, wanting more, you know? Um, there's a saying that one is too many and a thousand's never enough. That's how sin is. You, um, you can do it till your heart is what they say content. And then five seconds later, you're not content no more. You know, you're just like, ugh, that didn't work. And, um, wow, I'm still awake. I was trying to get drunk and pass out, but I'm still awake. Oh, my life's miserable. You know, or you wake up and you're trying to all day long, you know, either be anxious because you're worried about the future or depressed because you're worried about the past. Like, live in the now. Allow Jesus to forgive you of your sins of your past and allow him to take care of your future. Matthew 6.33, right? It says, don't worry. Don't worry about tomorrow, okay? Um, stop worrying about, let God take care of tomorrow. Pray today, right? Now, when it comes to prepping, you better prepare. Jesus said to prepare. Uh, but don't worry. So if you're prepped, you're not going to be worried. You're going to be prepped. You're going to be just fine. Other people, you're going to see them freaking out, right? Um, but spiritually, how do you prepare for what I'm talking about? How do you prepare for, um, not taking the mark of the beast, right? How do you prepare for dying tomorrow, right? If you even make it through to the end times, right? You're hearing this today. And if you haven't made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, today may be the only chance you get my voice may be the last one you ever hear. This lie of like, oh, I'll get a chance to repent on my deathbed. No. A lot of people don't have a deathbed. They die suddenly or tragically. Okay? it This isn't... Wow, the devil will deceive you. So if you're hearing my voice now and you have never accepted the Lord... That's good news because God's given you a chance to repent. He's given you a chance to uh, reject the lies of the enemy and accept him. Um, the Bible says that for God, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, to come down here and die for your sins and my sins and to hang on that cross as a innocent lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world and even the people hanging on the cross one of them turns to him and says Lord remember me when you enter into your kingdom you know he's a sinner and he looks over and he says man I see it and he's like you're God and Jesus told him today you'll be with me in paradise so Jesus is wanting to say the same thing to you today I'll make myself real to you today right now if you want to test God in this, you can do it. He'll show up right now. If you want to run from him, it's okay. I did it for years and years and years. Um, but right now, the Bible says, Seek the Lord while he may still be found. Okay, because you may not have it tomorrow. And I hope, I pray, that you take this invitation now because whenever you're standing in front of God, and he said, hey, uh, you remember that invitation you gave, you got, that I gave you? Um, you're going to be like, yeah, it was on a podcast. And, uh, well, you didn't accept it. You rejected Jesus yet again. And so your fate will be eternally separated from God. And that's hell, folks. Whether it's you actually going to a place called hell, just be eternally separated from God is hell by itself. Um, so I want to I want to have this uh, opportunity now set aside for you to pray a prayer of salvation, to receive Jesus, to trust in Jesus, and so um, you know, you know the timing is now. He's pulling on your heart. Um, so pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus. I'm ready. I'm ready to accept you as my Lord and Savior. Right now, I surrender. Come to my heart. Please forgive me of my sins. I make you Lord of my life. 
I can't do it on my own. I surrender to you. Wash me clean. Cause me to be born again and made new. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. You have crossed over from darkness into light. And just making that declaration, that, that statement of faith. Now, you can, if this is the first time you prayed that prayer, you can feel the presence of God on you. You can feel your sin being lifted off. It's amazing. Um, Jesus Christ is Lord. And if you didn't say that prayer, say that prayer another time. Say that prayer when you're by yourself. Jesus will show up to you. Showed up for me. Showed up for everybody I've prayed with. And they've all said the same thing. I, you know, I've, I just met Jesus. I know Jesus now. Um, so, don't run from God. Mm. But, have these two thoughts in your mind as you move forward. Losing your salvation, right? And the timing of the rapture. How these two go together, right? Be ready. Be prepped. I love you. We'll see you next time on Rapture Prep Podcast.